Welcome to Understandable Solutions, the podcast where we discuss business and current events, those important issues that impact our world. Our goal is that you walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. Here's your host, Jeff Newkirk. Hey, today on the Understandable Solutions podcast, I've got a good friend with me. She's been on before, Stacy Harris. Stacy is known as the expert networker in Houston with a great background in networking, image consulting, and elementary education. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you have recovering elementary education. Recovering. Yeah. So yes. a great, great background. And today we're gonna talk just a little bit about networking before COVID, COVID, and networking after, after COVID. Yes. When and if that ever BC happens. And AC. <laughs> well, so, so we have to get through COVID. Yes. And I'm yeah. not convinced that that's ever going to happen. In my mind, we are through it. Well, in, in your mind, we were through it we like... We were through in April 2020. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, this thing is going to only last a couple of weeks. Yes, yes. And you, you took it literally, right? I we, did. You know, when they yes. said, you know, we're just going to shut down for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, two yeah, weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks is up. We're good. Let's good. go back. Let's get back to work. Yeah, we're entrepreneurs. We have to keep working. That's yeah. right. Right. So let's talk a little bit about networking before COVID. Mm-hmm. And so thinking back is almost like you Way know ancient back history. In 2019. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but so what? What do you think when you look back at that time? Mm-hmm. What do you think were some of the things that happened then? that we're missing out on now because even though and we're lucky to be in texas where mm-hmm. you know we yes. are living our lives yeah. and for most part we're pretty much back to normal mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't say 100 percent, but for the most part yeah yeah i mean you and i live like we're 100 percent. we but, do yes but what do you think is missing oh you know i think that uh there is such an element of fear that has been instilled in so many people since it's like it'll never go away and it does it feels like uh it it does it feels like it's not ever going to go away and i i think when we say we're almost back to normal i think this is probably as normal as it's going to get we've got to kind of shift out of the mindset of getting back to where we were because i think it's like when 9-11 happened you know the u.s has never been the same and the world is never going to be the same after COVID. And um, so it, it makes me really sad because to me, the worst thing about COVID, you know, besides the virus itself and the deaths that occurred, and I'm not taking anything away from from the people who suffered from that and uh, lost loved ones in any no, way. Absolutely. Um, and I, and I, I want to make it clear that even though we said we were getting back to normal in mm-hmm. April of 2020, it that doesn't mean that we were not sensitive and compassionate yes, to those yeah, who are hurting. It was very real. It yeah, was very absolutely. real. Absolutely. But I think the fear that was instilled in so many people and the isolation that happened oh. and um you know we Well test show it now. Right. Right. It, it was actually kids lost such, two years. Yes, of their education and all of that kind of stuff. So I, I just think if you were in the classroom see, now. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Oh, I would never have made it. You know, I mean, I've been out of the classroom for over 20 years now. So 
I, I just can't even imagine what teachers have gone through. I have the utmost respect for teachers, and I always did. I got out of, out of education because there was such a ceiling, and I yeah. was a high achiever, and I didn't like there being a ceiling on what I could make right. just based on the number of years I had worked. You know, that was just... That, that no was meritocracy just, was in education. Limited. It was just too limiting, and there were too many things that I wanted yeah. to do. And and I'm just always been an independent, free spirit, and realize that you are. I am. <laughs> I am, and I realized that even more during COVID, how much of an independent, free spirit I am. Learned a lot about myself. I think, like we all did. We, yeah, we all did. We all yeah, did. but um, you know, my one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and self control. And um, there are 365 verses in the Bible that address fear. That equals one every day. Amen. You Amen. Know that we could yes. read about where, where, one for every day. where the Lord says, do not fear. And so he really means it. He really does. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. so I, to me, that was the saddest thing about what happened. And, and we were all scared at first because we were all trying to figure it out. You know, what was yeah. really going on and what was really accurate information and all that kind right. of stuff. And, and so, you know, it's accurate your, information. Yeah. Wow. You know, that could be a whole nother podcast. It, man. But to, to answer your question, I think yeah. that's that's the thing that I that's the biggest difference. You know, you and I would never have thought twice about meeting up for coffee and you know right. just getting together in a in a small group of people or anything like that. And and now, you know, this this fear that a lot of people still have of you know being around people and what if I give a loved one COVID and then they end up dying right. and then it's all my fault and you know all all of just that the fear that was perpetuated through all of this. And so I think that is, that's the thing that I noticed the most um, that has, you know, carried into the last couple of years. I do think that people are working past it and I do see a huge difference this year. I mean, just since the beginning of uh, 2022, I mean, I, we were talking about it before we started recording, you know, this first quarter, how different this first quarter has been from yeah. the last two years, just in my business and your business, you right. know, how things are picking up and very Where you go to meetings and, and uh, people don't have masks on. People don't have masks and the, the meetings are just better attended and people are more right. at ease and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. it, it's been a, it's been a crazy time. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it or not. I shared a podcast with yep. you this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Craig Rochelle had done yeah. about leading through crisis. And mm-hmm. then one of the things he talks about is leading out of the crisis. Right. Like that's going to be even more work than it was leading during the crisis because the world has changed and the it, way people totally think different. about things yeah. and the psyches of people are mm-hmm. just different and fears and phobias that people didn't know that they had have come to fruition and you know, that kind of thing. So it's a very different time, but I think at the same time, it's a really exciting time. Because, well, because I do think that, that the people who, um, the people who wrote it out and they have survived it, you know, especially as business owners, I'm speaking from that small to medium sized business world, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. those of us who wrote it out, we're still here. Um, we've survived it. It, it kind of gives you that feeling of, okay, if I could last through 2020 and 2021, I can do anything, (laughs) you know, I have, I have lived through the biggest crisis known to mankind 
right. to this point in history, and I'm still standing. And so there's a, a there's a confidence that comes in that should that comes with that. Yeah, you know, and um, I think it's made all of us much more resourceful as business people. I think a lot of us have a better backup plan of should this happen again or should right. something like this happen. You know, this is what we do, and we all need a contingency plan always. You know, as a business coach, I know we did talk what, about that. Back you know, in March or April of yes, 20. Yeah, yeah. you know, we, you always need a contingency plan. Mm -hmm. uh, if something happens, if there's a big financial crisis in your business and, you know, yeah. so many things can happen, so many unexpected illnesses, you know, just different things like that. And the market changes on a dime and, you know, all this kind of stuff. We're in the Houston area, oil and gas, you know, rules, what well, happens here and all of those kinds of things. So I, I, I think the positives that have come out of it are, you know, for business owners, like I said, the ones that survived this resourcefulness and, and having contingency plans. And, mm -hmm. you know, we've all figured out that we can work from home when we absolutely have to. And a lot of people have figured out ways to cut costs. Zoom. Um, they have, you know, really looked at their businesses and analyzed what are the absolute necessities? Where am I really making my money? We all had to sit down and look at those things, trim the fat, you know, and figure yeah. out all of those kinds of things. So definitely positives. You know, we always learn more when we are in crisis than we do when things are easy. And as long as we're receptive, as long as we um, are looking to learn the yeah. lesson, you know, and, and wanting to move forward. Yeah. You know, it, you talked about fear and faith. Mm -hmm. And when fear is greater than faith, mm -hmm. we'll never move forward. Yes. Yeah. You'll right. Be stuck. You'll but if we have stuck. faith, mm -hmm. Really, and, and that's what should get us all through every single day. Yes. But in this situation, we—it's like you're, you're almost shunned for having faith. Mm -hmm. Like we're supposed to be fearful. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you're not afraid? Mm -hmm. You have to be afraid. Yeah. And that's not—that's not what how we should live. Yeah. At all. No, it's not. It's not, it's no way to live. I mean, Ever. the toll that that takes on you mentally and physically and spiritually, you, see it now. you, you really do see that a lot. So, um, I, I do feel like 20, you know, I, I feel like since the beginning of 2022, things are moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And, um, I feel like, you know, for me, I'm a franchise owner with network in action, which is mm -hmm. a professional networking it's all about networking. I've got five groups. We've got about a hundred members between the five groups and, um, so I work with so many different industries and, you know, that kind of thing. And um, I really have seen a lot of positives in dealing, you know, with all of these different industries yeah. and business owners. And for some people, you know, COVID shot their business through the roof and others it tanked and they had to regroup. And, you know, so this resiliency that we've all had to develop mm -hmm. um, from it, it has been, it's really been a positive thing. Yeah. It really has. And, it has. and we also found out who were the people who were serious about succeeding. And I Good see that point. a lot. Good point. Um, you know, the people who who gave up and there, you know, not that there weren't good reasons to get, to give up. And for some people that was the only option, you know, when it came down to it that they had, but for the ones who were grinding it right. out, you know, you could see the ones who were really serious about their business. And, and I think, you yeah. know, it helped them realize how badly they wanted it. If they stuck right. through it through 2020, Persevere, man. <laughs> 2021, they really, 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 really wanted it. Well, so, I will for all of us never forget 2020 no no but i you know i think back to march of 20 when the shutdown happened uh -huh. and it was that week that i had a, a launch event planned That's right I for my business yes. yeah yeah and it was you know it was a 
planned and, uh-huh. and every venue was reserved and yes. partially paid for. Yeah. And so had to cancel. Mm-hmm. But we were told only two weeks. Right. So, okay. We'll push it back a little bit. So, rescheduled for May. Yeah. Huh. That's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> so, reschedule for July. Uh huh. Still not hmm. going to work. Not going to work. Then, last time was in October, October mm-hmm. of 20. Mm-hmm. And it was again canceled. Yeah. But I was not going to give up. Yes. And I, I, I hate to even use the word pivot. I hate uh-huh. that word. I do. Should- but we we all had to adjust and transition yes. to something else. Yeah. Yep, I did, did that, mm-hmm. and you know we all had to do that to some extent. Yes. But I am so over it, man. Yeah, yeah. So I over know. it. I know. I think we just have to carve out what our new normal is going to be. From this see, that's point another on. phrase that I'm not yeah. really. And I'm not crazy about new it normal because I'm not really a big fan of change. So. <laughs> I... <laughs> I like just normal, normal, not yeah, normal. new but normal, old normal. That, yeah, I do think future normal. We are going to have to. <laughs> we're all figuring this out. Of, yeah, you know how we're going to do this, and um, but there is with adversity is always opportunity. Right. And I think for you, you know, I have seen your business, your business plan morph and change. Boy, is it ever! And um, you know, you have ended up in a fantastic company, you know, you're a leader in this wonderful business that you're a part of that aligns with your values and love what I do every single day, you know, and you're so good at it. So it's so great to see, um, how that played out, but you know, I didn't get here just, uh, yeah, obviously on my own, I had a lot of help along the way and I'd be remiss if I didn't say you were a big part of that. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm happy to be totally. You know, when we first met back in 19, I uh-huh. think it was, yeah. you know, I, opening my own business, mm-hmm. pretty green, yeah, pretty naive. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm sure you were looking there going, uh, do you really know what you're getting I, into? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never doubted that you knew what you were doing. I did not. I did not. Really? But I didn't know. <laughs> but you know, we all, that's, that's part of it. I, yeah. I tell new business owners all the time, you know, you have to figure out what you do want to do, what you yeah. don't want to do. So that right. you know what you do want to do. And yeah. you, and it's trial, everything is trial and error. You, it's kind of, you know, you have to throw it on the wall and see if it sticks. And, yeah. um, and that's, that's the point that you, where you were, yeah. you know, when you and I met and I just think it's beautiful to see, how and I know a lot of this happened because of networking, uh, which oh, just makes it all my, happened. Yeah, which makes my heart so happy. It all happened um, because of networking. Of it's all about things, the relationships that yes, you build. Yeah, and the people that you met along the way who have helped you get to the point where you are, and then right. how you have accumulated the client base that you have now um, because of networking, and and that's one of the reasons I just building the relationships. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I love what I do. You know, to me, the worst part of COVID was the isolation. So I'm not going to. Zoom calls. I'm not going to dwell on that part, but to me, the worst part of COVID was just the isolation of not being in contact with other human beings, because that is the exact opposite of, a- absolutely. of everything that I believe in. No, and, nobody and could so, ever convince me that you can build a business through Zoom calls. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just like either. you can't. You and maybe can't, you can, Jeff, but it's not fun. I don't know how that you can. It's not fun. Well, so you know? let me let me rephrase. So if you are in the business of consulting mm-hmm. or providing a service yeah. and you have to build a relationship, mm-hmm. pretty difficult on Zoom. It is very, di- yeah, it is. It's very hard. So 
Um, you know, to me, that's the beautiful thing about networking is it is about the relationships and about the yeah. people that you meet and the, the synergy between you and sharing in each other's successes and failures and, you know, yeah. all of those things. And that's just so important to have that support that right. is there, you know, for each other. And so I think you're a great example of yeah. how networking can help you launch your business. I don't think you ever did any cold calling or if you did, there wasn't very much, not, um, not very much. No. And I know for myself, you know, I, I literally have never cold called ever. I've had a business. I well, had a, even if you, even if we would call it cold calling, uh-huh. you wouldn't call it cold you, I, calling. I would not know. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. we're friends. Yes. You yeah, just met her. I would. I know, but we're yeah. friends. Yeah. You're going to like me no matter what. I'm going to make you like me. Yeah. <laughs> I take it as a personal challenge if people don't like me. I'm like, I'm going to win them over. That's right. Yeah. Well, and we have to, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's part of building the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People yeah. are not going to warm up to everybody else instantly. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it's just, that's no, human nature. And we can decide to put our head in the sand or walk mm-hmm. away, but where, where would we end up? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's no good. True. Yes. Yes. I think cold calling is so hard and it is such a... Man, it's such a beating on your ego and your emotions, you know, just that. It no, is, but every no, single one is a challenge. No. It, everyone is a challenge. And people who do that, I have the utmost respect for them. But to me, I would just, I would be so exhausted all the time from that. Well, um, and, and especially if you're trying to cold call and sell something. Yes, yeah. But if you call somebody out of the blue just to develop a relationship mm-hmm. and see if yours, if there's anything that you know, you can do, yeah, Mm -hmm. then that's a whole different thing. It is, it is a different thing. And I've had more success with that than people just saying, sorry, Nuker, go away. Yeah. Although that does happen, (laughs) (laughs) but that's after they get to know me. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that, but (laughs) sometimes. So what do you see now with, you know, we're getting through the pandemic Mm -hmm. But our economy is struggling. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. And I don't care who you talk to. I don't care what news you read. Mm -hmm. We are struggling through this inflation. Mm -hmm. And inflation, I think, is right maybe around 8%, a little little bit more than that now. Price of gas uh, through the roof. It is. Go to the grocery grocery store. store. It's it's insane. (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody yesterday in manufacturing mm-hmm. and you know, the containers coming over on the ships yes. where one container was like maybe $4,000 mm-hmm. back in, let's say 2020 mm-hmm. or even 2021, mm-hmm. early 21 now is about $25,000. Oh my goodness. How in the world? Yeah. Oh my word. Right. Wow. How, how you, the cost has got to be passed so no on. I wonder milk is a lot more yeah. <laughs> yeah, and milk, milk's not coming through milk. from the uh, milk is not being transported on That's those uh, containers. That's true. I hope but, not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it might sour, you know. But unless our wow. containers are refrigerated, that is crazy. But yeah, that's 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 where we're at. So, so given our current economic climate, have you seen businesses change? You know, with regard to cutting costs or whatever they need to do to survive. Because mm-hmm. it's like a one-two punch, right? I mean, we're getting through the pandemic yeah. and then, bam, inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably the most common thing that I 
from our members that I talk to and people that I meet and stuff like that is everybody is having to go up on their own prices, you know, impossible not to. Yeah. What, whatever the industry might be. So, uh, you know, one of our members is a power washing service and you know, that kind of thing. And and he was telling me I've had to go up 40% on my prices in the last few months to account for having to go up on my hourly wage so that I can get somebody to work. Yeah. Because people and don't want to work. Which I just don't understand. And then paying for gas, you know, mm-hmm. because they're they're going to so many different locations. And right. um, so it, it was so painful for him, you know. And, and so what he did, he actually, he the regular clients that he has, he called them and said, hey, you know, this is, this is why this is going up. And, right. you know, he said for the most part, everybody got it. You know, yeah. they understand. They don't like right. it. Nobody likes it. But... It is what it is, and um, that's probably consistently what I hear from from most people is, and there's always that fear when you're going up on your prices that you're going to get dumped. Right. And, Can the market bear it? You know, that yeah. kind of thing, and so for me, I, I think that's the kind of the biggest burden that I hear business owners talking about right now is just having to increase their own prices, and then and staffing, you know, getting yeah. employees is just really, really difficult right now, finding the right people, and um, so many people, you know, the, the people that we are working with and that we network with and that kind of thing, they have businesses where they want people in their storefront or out in the right. community, that kind of thing. And so many people have just gotten used to being at home. They don't, they want a virtual job. They don't, <laughs> they don't want to go to an office. They don't it's want true. to. Yeah. And so that's a big challenge too, you know, is finding, it's always been a challenge to find the right people, but right. I, it, I think it's the biggest challenge that it's ever been at least in a really long time and and what i understand there are many candidates who you go through the interviewing process Mm -hmm. and they're offered a position Mm -hmm. and they just like disappear disappear they ghost you yeah yeah after they had a job offer yes yeah so i think that employers are i was actually talking to a recruiter this morning that came to a coffee that i hosted this morning Mm -hmm. and um she was talking about how much the bigger corporations, how they have had to change their interview process. Yeah. Because before it was the, in, the, the company that was hiring felt like they were the ones with the advantage, you mm-hmm. know, and, right. and they would, and you had to jump through all these hoops. You Candidates know? want to come and work yes. for us. Yeah. The you get to come and work here. You know, it yeah. was kind of the attitude and how that whole mindset is, it has to shift. Yeah. Because you don't have a company if you don't have anybody working for you. And That's if right. you keep stringing people along and, you know, one more interview, one more interview, one more person we need you to talk to, one more assessment we yeah. need you to take, you know, this kind of thing, people are, they're just not doing it. Right. They're not doing it. So it's right. it's a really interesting time. I mean, our whole culture and mindset has changed and we all have to catch up with it. Yeah, and some of some of it, some of the change, I'm going kicking and screaming. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not on board with some of it. Yes. But you know, yeah. It's... yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. Like I said, I'm not a not a big fan of change, but um, but we have to. We, we have, have to evolve. We, we have to we, grow. We do, and it's that's again that is where growth comes from. And so I really, my theme for this year, like my personal mantra, has been change. That, Your that, personal that was, theme is yeah, change. That has been to be open to change and to think 
That's interesting. It has been. So God but I, but really I have to laid, say, laid that on kudos, my heart. Kudos to you yes. for, for doing that because yeah. you aren't one to necessarily change. I am not. No, quickly. I'm not. Um, but kind of at the end of last year, as I was preparing for the year ahead, you know, um, there's a scripture in the Bible and where the Lord says it's an Old Testament scripture. It says, behold, I am doing a new thing. And that was my, that's been my verse for the year. And I knew that he was telling me, I love me, that you, verse. You got to shift your mindset, you know, and, and the rest of the verses, I'm going to make streams in the desert. Um, you know, behold, I'm doing a new yeah. thing. I'm going to make streams in the desert. You know, I'm going to turn the, the wasteland will be an abundant land. Um, right. I'm, I'm going to change all of that. And so that's kind of been my verse for the year. Hey, that's that's what I have my on my screensaver on my phone is that verse. Um, just to remind me every time I pick up my phone, um, that's what we need to do. Be open to change and um, and set so a reminder. I really have tried to do that, and you know I've had a great first quarter. I really yeah. have. So good. So I think being open to that, I have an accountability group that I'm a part of, and and I've told them I really need y'all to hold my feet to the fire mm-hmm. on this. Ask me every week, what yeah. are you doing that's different? Because we can't we can't always do it on our own, right? No, absolutely we not. We need to have people in our no. corner that are going to mm-hmm. be there to to help us through some yes. of those challenges. Yeah. And when we don't want to change, mm-hmm. they'll be there to say, you know what, uh, Stacy, you need to change. Yes. Or just adjust. Yeah, have you thought about it this way? Right. And, um, and so that's where it's been really valuable to be a part of the accountability group, to have yeah. different – we're all in different industries – and so we, we all look at it from different angles. We're all different ages, you know, our experiences are different and all of that kind of stuff. So just peers getting together, trying to help each other. Yes. Yeah. And so that's been very valuable for me. Being an entre- entrepreneur can be so lonely and oh. you know, this, you know, you, you know how it is that's... and it's so easy to feel like you're just out on the limb all by yourself and no one to talk to. No one to talk bounce to. Bounce ideas yeah, off of. Yeah. And um, so it was interesting. One of our groups met yesterday. And uh, the discussion that we had is I had everybody tell us what's something that they need right mm-hmm. now in their business. Do they need an introduction? Do they need employees? Mm-hmm. Do they need ideas? You know, what what is it that they need? And then the entire group that they were with spent about five or ten minutes trying to help them fill that need, whether it was an introduction or an mm-hmm. idea or, you know, that kind of thing. And one of the groups, we had a group of six, and um, and one of the groups and one of the ladies said, I was so burdened when I came in here yesterday because I feel like I'm the only one that feels this way. Yeah. And basically what That's we found really out the at, case. at our table of six people is we were all struggling with the same thing. You yeah. know, we are all different industries. And so there's so much value, I think, when, when you see that other people are – facing the same challenges and the same struggles and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And it's so helpful when you can find somebody who's a little bit further ahead than you are that can say, I've been exactly where you were a year ago, right. three years ago, five years ago. Right. This is what I did that worked, what didn't work, mm-hmm. you know, and it just makes you feel like you're just not so lonely. That was the reason I started networking in the first place. I got invited. Because you felt like you were on your own? Because I was so on my own. My husband and I, we got transferred here with his job um, 17 years ago. You're being Houston? Yes. Yeah, and the Woodlands, and uh, neither one of us knew one single solitary soul when we moved here, and that can relate. Yeah, that in itself was a very lonely feeling, and um, then I we'd been here about a year, and I decided decided to start my business, Mm -hmm. and really didn't 
I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know how to run a business. Right. And I just, I didn't know what, it, of course, I think if any of us really knew what we were getting into, we probably could never do it. Well, so here, yeah, here's the thing. If somebody came to you and said, Stacy, I think being an entrepreneur is a great idea. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll make uh, probably very little mm-hmm. to nothing in the first maybe month to six months. Yeah. And you're going to work ass uh-huh. off. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, you're going to work really, really yes. hard. Yeah. Like and 12 you, hours a day plus. Uh, yeah. And there will so never be good? a minute that you don't think about your business. <laughs> and you could go on vacation, but you can try. But but if you're not it. working, you ain't you earning. Ain't making money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think any of us would do this, you know, if we really knew what we were getting no. to. But no. the, you know, the first, the first networking event that I went to that was really what I call like pure networking, you know, it wasn't just a social thing, but it was really, you know, a referral based networking um, event. And just to see all these other business owners who were like me, they were solopreneurs. They were, you know, like I said, most of them were further ahead than I was, but they were still dealing with the same things. And, and so just to have that camaraderie was just so valuable, so valuable to have that and to build those relationships. If nothing else, it just keeps you positive. It does. It does. And I've known so many wonderful people in my life. My, my dad is, is a preacher and we moved around quite a bit and, you know, I've met so many great people in my life, but I can honestly say that in the last 17 years since I've been in this community, the people that I have met through networking are some of the absolute best friends and best people yeah. that I have ever met in my life. And it's, it has all been through networking. Yeah. It, so this, this is a great community. Mm-hmm. It is. It all is. Right, so I'll, it'll be almost, well, two and a half coming up on three years for me and uh, mm-hmm. time flies, it's, it but does. it seems like I've been here for like 15 years. And it feels like you've been here. You've just melted right in with us. I I love it. Yeah. I really do. It's a great place. Yeah. It's a wonderful place. And and Mm. so I I asked when I first moved here, I asked, you know, how long do you have to be here moving from the north before you can say (laughs) y'all? I looked at me like, what? what?" So now. He says you can say it whenever you want. So I find myself saying y'all. I'm so proud. I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, did I just say that? I guess I did. Y'all. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> it just is so I easy. Know. It just and makes I know, sense. I know your wife has a picture of blue bonnets hanging up in your house. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. our wonderful state flowers. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like almost everybody in our family <laughs> says y'all. It's, I'm serious. It's like, okay. I'm wow. very proud. Yeah. It's cool. Good job. Oh, no. It's a great community. And <laughs> I've said this. I'm, I'm never leaving. This is it. I mean, me too. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I always say it's a straight shot to heaven from the woodlands. It is. Mm-hmm. I believe it too. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. now, getting through the economy pandemic, mm-hmm. what kind of one or two nuggets can we tell our listeners to to help them remain inspired and motivated to mm-hmm. to make it through and grow? Mm-hmm. Faith. I think I'm gonna well, throw that faith, out there. Faith. I mean, that's always, you know, I don't know. Faith how people, over fear. I don't know how people get through life without a belief in God and a higher power. I I don't either. I, I don't know how they do it. Like I because that that never, that's when you're really alone. It is. Yeah, I would never have the strength. To you're do never it. alone. Never ever. Never ever ever. And I goodness, I just look back. Um, just over the last six years since I started NIA and, you know, my prayer from the very first day was Lord bring, 
bring me the right people. I don't want to have to go out and find them, bring them to me. Mm-hmm. And um, he has been so faithful to mm-hmm. do that. And mm-hmm. then my other prayer was, please protect me from the ones who would ruin the bunch. You know, it only takes <laughs> one bad apple. And I look back and I yes. see how there are so many ways that he has done that as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's I, I, to have faith, you know, for sure. And to be able to just turn it over to God at the end of the night and go to bed and say, you know, I'm giving this to you and I'll do everything that I can do on my part that you expect of me. But in the end, you know, I'm going to give it to you, submit to your will and, and do my best to have a good attitude and to be happy about it. You know, so it doesn't matter how many plans we have. It doesn't. And I have many, Mm -mm. you know, I'd like, I'd like to have a flow chart for every part of my life, Uh but you know, God does not uh, go with that. He He's got his own thing going no, on, he, his own he does. plans. He sees the whole big picture that we do not uh, see. So, um, yeah, it's so, you know, I, I think faith is essential in in everything, in mm-hmm. everyday life, in your business, yeah. you know, whatever it is. I also think that if we can shift our mindset a little bit, um, not so much about how do I build my business but to how can I bring value to other people? Oh, that's so powerful. Then um, it takes so much pressure off of you. Um, You know, you you don't go into every meeting, every situation with what can I get out of this, but what can I give? How can I bring more value to this person that I'm having coffee with, to the few people that I meet at this networking event, you know, whatever the situation is, even clients, you know, as you sit down with, with people um, making sure that you're the best fit for them, you know, as, How as can a you business add coach, value? you know, you have certain areas of expertise where you know you can bring huge value to people. Mm-hmm. But then there are other areas of business that they're not your thing, you right. know. And or they so, might not be receptive, and I, right. and I, I need to recognize right. that. Personalities mm-hmm. might not mesh. I mean, right. you know, different things like that. So I, I think there's so Although much. Although everybody gets along with me, right? I know. No. Yes. <laughs> no. She started saying y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but so, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I, I think if, if we can always just think about what, how can I make this person better? Um, how can I help them to make to meet their goals and to build their business? How can I bring value to them yep. as a possible client? You know, for for me to say, I, I sit down with people all the time and and I'll say to them, you know what, I don't think you're quite ready for an mm-hmm. NIA. We, this is higher level networking. These are people who are very experienced business owners. You know, I'm going to recommend you go join this group instead, and I'll make an introduction yeah. for you to this group and get your networking feet under you and then come back to me in a year. Let's stay in touch, come to our coffees, you know, come visit with us. And people so appreciate that because there is a there is an investment that they make in becoming a member of one of my groups. Time and money. And I yeah. want them to feel always, oh, I always want to over-deliver. Always, always, always. So I don't ever want somebody to feel like they have invested in one of my groups and they didn't get out of it what they wanted to get out of it. So I I think if we can go into every situation with that attitude of how can I serve you, how can I bring value to you, Mm -hmm. um, not how can I make a sale, how can I get you to be my client, how can I, you know, how can I get a referral out of you? And that's that really good networking. So it's that relationship, you know, is what it goes back to. So I I think if we can just, it's, it's such a simple shift in mindset. It really is. And I think it's not, I'm not really telling anybody that's listening to this something that they don't know or that they haven't heard before. 
but it's putting it into practice. Exactly. And so, you know, checking your ego at the door before you go into every meeting. And, um, you know, I, I always just try to, before I, I walk into a meeting and that kind of thing, just ask God's blessing on that time that mm-hmm. we have together. I do this before every NIA meeting, you know, because I always divide y'all up into groups yeah. and I don't let you choose who you sit with. I put you where, I, you know, but that is, which actually, is good. That is divinely inspired. I always say, you know, Lord, please put the right people in the right group at the right time where there will be a divine connection between the people who are in the group. And it happens every time, Yeah, every time. I mean, if I had a dollar for every person that said, <laughs> I can't believe I ended up sitting by this person. They had mm-hmm. exactly what I needed. They said exactly what I needed to hear. They know the exact person that I yeah. need to meet, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, if you can just kind of, like I said, check your ego at the door before you go into these situations and and just go into it with a mindset of, I am going to give this person my full attention for the next hour. Mm-hmm. And I am going to pour into them everything that I can to make them feel good about themselves, to make them feel good about their business, to find out how I can help them, yep. to be a valuable resource, to make them my friend, you know, all of those be things. Be receptive. Listen. And yeah. You know, there's just so much. And you just get so much out of that. You really when you go it. in with that attitude. Yes. You, you absolutely leave. do. Whether you end up getting a new client or not, you leave fulfilled. You, you begin developing a very strong relationship mm-hmm. that might might work to you both benefit, both of your benefits mm-hmm. right away or maybe six months maybe or a year. Or yeah. maybe never. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Or it might be indirect. Yes. You know, that, mm-hmm. that relationship might help somebody else right. out. Yeah. You can and never have too many friends. You can't. I agree. Yeah. I agree. never have too many friends. And when you go in... And thinking, how can I add value to the situation? How can I add value to this person? It is a totally different mindset. And it's so simple to do when you just ask, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I know you do that uh-huh. in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Mm-hmm. And it's been, and I'm sure you get the same reaction. Sometimes people have They're been like, surprised. yeah, like, wow, I didn't, really? you know, <laughs> you're asking me, you know, like, yeah, what yeah. can I do to help you? Yeah. Yeah. And we've we've created a great culture i feel like in nia um where that those are the people that we have attracted you know that's what we have and we had several visitors that came to our event this morning and two of them came up to me before they left and they said everybody here is so nice so welcoming i just cannot believe how nice everyone is and they really were interested in me and what I'm doing and how they can help me. And they booked an appointment for me already. You know, I mean, it mm-hmm. was, so that just warms my heart. It just makes me so happy it's what you it's know, all to about. be able to help other people be successful. And that's the other thing, you know, the more people that you help to be successful, the more successful you will be. It always comes back in spades. Always. Right. Always. Without a doubt. You just have to have the right, right priorities. Yes. It's yeah. not you. Mm-hmm. It's everybody else and everyone but you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So important. Yes. This has been a great conversation. It has. Thanks for coming on and and, uh, being open to having the conversation. Yeah. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. So I have a question for you. Oh, oh, okay. I know that you're a reader. What's your favorite book right now? Oh, man. Right now? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm reading uh, The Dichotomy of Leadership Mm. um, by. Jocko Willick. Yes. And he had a co-author. Can't think of his name. Uh-huh. Shoot. Um, Pressure's on. I know. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> but I love him. I, I, uh-huh. I love their, their whole idea is so 
Um, it's common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking leadership principles and providing an example of how that principle might mm-hmm. might be misconstrued to do the opposite thing. Yeah. But it's always staying focused on doing the right thing. Uh-huh. And I love their stories yeah. from when they were in the military. Mm. I mean, Navy SEALs. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's wow. so, and I'm well, you know, a big supporter of the military. One of my favorite book, you probably could guess what it is because I gave you a copy. Yes, you did. Um, wait, I can't remember the name of it though. Andy, Andy, Andy Andrews. Andrews is the, the one Traveler's Gift. The Traveler's Gift, yes. So yes, awesome. Yes, yes. Seven key decisions that we make in our life. Yeah. And it really has nothing to do with, well, the book has nothing to do with business. business. It's just life but lessons. But the life lessons that we apply to business. To business. Yeah. And it's so, so profound. Yeah. Wow. Good question. Uh, yes. And that was out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that. I know. I like interviewing too. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're good at it. <laughs> so Stacy, how can people get in touch with you and learn more about NIA? Uh, you can email me at Stacy S T A C Y. No E. No E. If there's an E, it's not me. Yes. So Stacy at networkinaction.com. So not N I A, but I have to spell out networkinaction.com. And then my phone number is 832 837 9975. You can call me or text me. I would love to. Talk to anybody, help you out. If you're in a different state, different area, we have NIAs um, across the country. And I could um, set you up with a franchise owner that is in your area. So it's a great organization. Mm -hmm. Very good. And like maybe one tip to start a network, networking. To start networking. Yeah. So I've never networked ever in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hesitant to do that. What is one tip that you would give me? You have to schedule it. Oh, that's you a, have to put it in your schedule. It, I always tell people. You won't do it though. It's like when you Otherwise. say, I'm going to go to the gym when I have time. You will never have time. I'm going to network when I have time. It will never happen. There will always be something else that comes up. So that's true. You have to schedule it in and you have to stick with it just like you would if it was your kid's doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. You know, or you were meeting with a client. You And you have to be consistent with the networking. I see new business owners make this mistake all the time where they network, network, network. And then six months down the road, the phone is ringing off the hook. And then they stop networking because they get so busy. Yes. And then six months down the road, the phone isn't ringing Crickets. anymore. Because they right. have not continual, continually been filling the pipeline. Yeah. You know, so it's a balance. It schedule is, the it's time. It's walking a yeah. tightrope for sure. But you just have to schedule the time. And, um, and always would, follow up. Yeah. That would be, right? you know, one of my best tips. Yeah. And, and just start. One. Just start doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good it's, tip. It's, it's a skill. It's a practice. Like anything else, you, the more you do it, the better you get. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Stacey, you going to come back? I will come back. for a, a, That would be my third time. Triple it, header. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might let you ask me even for more questions. three? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we could flip this. Okay. To, we could have Jeff Newkirk on Understandable Solutions. Okay. Sounds good. I think good. we should do that. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I'm nervous. You've got a great background. <laughs> you have a great story. Well, you do. Thank you. Yes. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you for letting me come. Today. Absolutely. Yeah, Always fun it. to have you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, the listener, thank you for tuning in. I, I love and appreciate you tuning in the Understandable Solutions podcast. And I want to know what you got out of today's episode with Stacy. We had a great conversation. I know there were sev- several nuggets of useful information that you got. Let me know what they are. You can email me at jeff 
at understandablesolutions.com or visit my website and leave a comment in the blog section, which is understandablesolutions.com as well. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful. I hope today was a great day. I hope tomorrow is even better. Peace, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Understandable Solutions. We hope we met our goal and remember that was for you to walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. And tell us what that is. We want to know. Be sure to review us favorably on your favorite podcast platform. 